This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. Don't like your odds? Enjoy daily bet boosts on your favourite sports and make your best bet now at betvictor.com. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. One up early! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently! And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end! Burnley win the next ball. It's Rory now. On the outside, he's got it! He's got it! Ashley Barnes with it! What a cross from Rory! And there was Ashley Barnes! And Burnley leading the Derby! Obviously, quickly. Benson in space at the byline. Can Burnley get a goal here? Back for Browner. Saved by the keeper. That is magnificent. They deserve that. Once 
fantastic. Flores deserved the championship title. They've been the best side throughout the campaign. Burnley have won the second tier. What a fantastic achievement. The players have been magnificent. Welcome along to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast, full-time show, the first episode of the brand new season. You've got your Sunday mornings back. We are back with the full-time show every Sunday morning, if and where, depending on <laughs> schedules. Um, so might not ever. This might be the only Sunday morning one that we ever do this season, but it's usually Sunday mornings. Um, but as you can see, the lads are here. Nathan, good to see you, mate. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm fantastic. Had a nice little lion this morning. Happy days. And Sam, how are you, mate? Absolutely cracking. Happy days. Happy days. Expected more from you there, Sam. Uh, <laughs> caught me a bit short, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Not gonna I haven't had my coffee yet. I've got it here. <laughs> Fair enough. And I've got my brew as well, so happy days. Nathan, you got anything? Or I've, I've just finished it. I've got an empty mug, so I'll pretend. I'll just do it for dramatic effect through the... <laughs> yeah, do, do it for the effect. Uh, straight in there with the comments, Chris P says... Luca Bacchio is surely still happening. Think the rumour is straight. Well, the rumour came from me, mate, and I can promise you now it's not happening. It's done. He's going somewhere else. Uh, that's all I can say at the minute. I've been told not to say it. I've been, I think I've already said too much, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I hope I am wrong. Um, yeah. But I'm usually not when this guy tells me stuff. Um, but let's get into the City match then. Sam, I'll start with you. Let's get your creative juices flowing. You're struggling a little bit there in the intro. Um, so, City, 3-0, defeat. Your thoughts on the match, mate? Um, I think I think we were really good the first half. I think despite, you know, a, 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 a Norwegian powerhouse scoring a fantastic second goal, I think that first game came out of nowhere. And I think we always do that against City. I think we've conceded, is it in the last three games we've conceded in the first five minutes like at Turf Moor? Like, it happens. They're a good team. They can unlock any team. It doesn't matter if you're Liverpool. It doesn't matter if you're Man United. They can still score in the first five minutes. So that's no issue. It just means you're not ready to go at a team as good as that. Then, mm. until they scored the, sec- uh, the second goal, I thought we were brilliant. We were pressing the ball. Amdouni got away a couple of times. And still now, after that Brighton game, think that was a penalty because that is absolutely scandalous that Brighton got a penalty for way less. I'm not than, not saying that, that, to be honest. The Brighton no, one. Honestly, I've seen ours, not seen the Brighton one, sorry. Genuinely, watch <laughs> it. Um, Luton get a penalty for a handball where his arm's like back here and he can't move his arm at all because he's diving to stop the cross. And then I think it's Jao Pedro falls over with a gust of wind and gets a penalty. So I'm on the back, should have a penalty. But yeah, all in all, pleased with the performance. I think uh, the way that we played will beat, will beat a couple of teams in the Premier League this season. So nothing to worry about yet. Our season's not defined on yeah. Man City at home. Yeah. I agree. I thought we started slow, but as you say, it's City. They just come out of the traps quicker than us. It's City. They can do it to anybody. Um <laughs> Defending weren't great for the first one, but I just think we were just a little bit, like you say, just not out of the block yet, not starting well. The second one was just a great finish. Just a fa- mm. I've not seen it back yet, to be honest, but I remember thinking at the time, like, fuck's sake, Harlan, great finish. Yeah. Um, and third one, probably should have done better with the bobbling around in the box, but as soon as it was bobbling around in the box, I just knew it was yeah. it was going in because of the quality that they have. Um, got no real issues. I thought we responded well to the first goal, and like Sam said, we played really well in the first half. Um, did very well to keep them out 
um, until until Haaland, you know, the freak of nature, scored a brilliant goal. And then second half, they were a lot better. We weren't as good. Trafford really kept the score down, I think, for me. I thought Trafford played well. We'll get on to individuals uh, in a yeah. bit, but Nathan, what were your thoughts on the match? No, you both summarised it pretty similarly, really. I, I say I've not been that positive about a 3-0 defeat, probably ever, I don't think. I, I walked away from that game and thought, wait... We're we're going to be absolutely fine here. You know what I mean. We we've just played. Yeah. You know, just come off the back of, you know, playing against the treble winners, champ. You know, best team in the world at the minute. Even you know, even if they're at seventy five percent, fifty percent, they're still ahead of us. You know, by a country mile. So a fifty percent, you know, quality Man City team, which it wasn't by the way. It was still a fucking strong team. It was still a bloody yeah. strong team. You know what I mean. But no, I thought we pressed really well. I thought we stuck to our game plan really well. And we didn't press really well, which I know I noticed that pretty clear that they had the ball. Um, uh, the keeper had the ball, sorry, Edison, and he we were just waiting for something to happen, but we just stood still. You know, we didn't do... It wasn't like in a old school 4-4-2 rigid way. It was just they stood on their mans and they waited for that first pass, to, for that trigger to happen. And they, they were so yeah. regimented and for such a young, inexper- Premier League inexperienced squad to stick to that plan so well and not get caught up in the emotion and, and the you know the Friday night lights and playing against the big boys. I thought, I, I just only I was really, really impressed. A lot of individuals stood out and as a collective, I think we're fine. And I said the other day that we play like that, we're going to be fine. We're going to beat some dross in this league, I'm telling you now. Yeah, and by dross, uh, I think we mean Everton and Sheffield United. <laughs> Speaking of Sheffield United, Jamie Wotton <laughs> says, "What morning, lads, watching from Sheffield. I'm not sure if you're a Sheffield fan, mate. I just saw Sheffield in there. And then the clear blade sign. So yeah. just thought I'd get that in. Apologies if <clears throat> not. Uh, just to talk, before we go on to the positives, um, mm. left-back was clearly an issue. We've known that all summer. Um, yeah. Obviously, we want to get Martson or wanted. Um, as Chris says in the comments, I'll just bring it mm. in now. Um, Nixon claiming we're still chasing Martson, but cl- uh, clearly Chelsea don't want to let him go. Just move on and find somebody else. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think if if if, if yeah. Potts wants him in his plans, and yeah. not to name drop, but I was on the overlap uh, last week, uh, and Rory Jennings was on there proper talking about how good Martson's been in, in, in yeah. pre-season and stuff like that, and how impressed he's been, and, and how much he wants him in the side. <clears throat> Excuse me, a lot of Chelsea fans saying they'd, they'd have him all the Cucurella. Um So I agree. I, I think it's. Um, I think it's I think it's uh, dead in the water that one. Yeah, I think the price tag's just creeping up in it now. I heard it were like fifteen, and then it went up to like eighteen, and then it's all of a sudden I saw a number of like twenty five they want for him. So yeah, I mean, if it's a deal we can get done on a permanent, I think it's if we can get it done, and I think we should get it done because he's, you know, he's still young, he's quality, he's got a big ceiling ahead of him. Um, but if it's not going to get done, let's just park it and move on. Um, you know, I've heard a few murmurings of some loans elsewhere off other Premier League teams, so. Hopefully we can get one in over the line pretty sharpish because yeah we were pretty I mean, we did we did all right in the end but it still looked pretty exposed didn't it down that side mm-hmm. it did I didn't think Vitinho played but I, I think <clears throat> excuse me I think Vitinho started I'd rather have and I know this is like a, suddenly a big controversial opinion amongst Burnley fans but I'd rather have Charlie Taylor there ahead of Vitinho mm. I just think he, I just think he's a he's a better defender yeah, Vitinho's yeah. probably better at going forward but Charlie's not bad at going forward yeah. I, um, I just think Vitinho's probably got more positional sense. Mm. Uh, people, I think is, is, is the thing there. People like to jump on this this thing now because it's 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 quite weird actually. So like when we were in the Premier League the first time, our two most creative players were Charlie Taylor crossing the ball into the box to Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes and mm-hmm. whoever and Dwight McNeil. Now we've seen the other side of it where 
you actually have a creative player. Like Matson was very creative for a fullback. Yeah. And you had like yeah. Teller, Zaruri, Benson, all these very creative players. So now the opinion of what a creative player has changed. But Charlie Taylor is still very capable of getting mm. forward and getting back. Because he was up and down in the Premier League before. Yeah. The only reason he didn't play last season was because company tried a new system with a left back that hit the ground running and was brilliant. Mm. Like, who knows? If Matson didn't play well in that first game, Charlie Taylor could have been his left back all season. We don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that either. But I do think it's a position that we need to sort out because mm. Vitinho has out so much defensively. 100%. Uh, Fernandez, as Chris P does point out in, in the comments, um, is, is a target. I have seen that as well. We have put that on the website as well. He would be good. He played at Preston last season. Um, we've heard some other rumours as well. I can't remember a name off the top of my head. Um, I don't even know if you're allowed to say it, Nathan, but you told me earlier. Yeah. Um, no, I've heard, I've heard a rumour. Uh, been told Rico Lewis is a possibility. That's it, yeah. Um, I, I believe it's a possibility. It all depends, I think, if City brings somebody in for that position. Yeah. But I think a loan, a loan, obviously not a permanent, I think it could be a deal that can be done, I think, there. Yeah, fair enough. Let's chat about some of the new lads then, some individuals. Uh, standout performances. Uh, I thought Trafford played very well. Um, I thought Zeki Amdouni mm. linked up quite well. Um, Foster played well, but he's not a new lad. Um, no. He played uh, like one. I didn't there? see that yeah. last season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, what was the Italian American lad called? Oh, Collio Show. That's him. Yeah, he yeah. played very well. I didn't really call it Luke Bukiaki. I'm like, that's the guy who <laughs> just, just said he's not coming. Um, yeah, Berg as well. Berg slotted in well. I thought. I thought yeah. the standout for me was uh, was Trafford. I thought he made some brilliant saves. Mm. Um, passed it out back from the uh, well from the back. A couple of times where he nearly got caught out, but like I said on the full time reaction, because yeah. I've done a sixty second review, full time reaction. Now a full time <laughs> show because we are caning it. Yeah. Um, that, you know, there was a little little bits where he was a little bit unsure and then brought the press on and caught us out a little bit. But yeah. I expect that for his for his first few times. Nathan, what are your standout performances from the um, Yeah, on, on Trafford, you've got to forget, you know, like the argument for him not to play was he's come from League One straight to the Premier League. So you've also got to allow him a bit of grace period that his first game as a professional footballer in the Premier League as against the best team in the world, his own club. So there's going to probably be yeah. a few you know, jitters and stumbles. But on the whole, he were, he were class. He didn't... The three goals, I thought, there's not much he could have done. Like, the first goal, it's come from him at five yards out. When there's no space around Haaland whatsoever, he has no right to get that shot away because two players have closed yeah. him down quick enough. Second goal, I don't think... You know, we might not see... If we see a better goal than that, I think we're going to be in for some you know, some absolute treats at Turf Moor if we're going to see better goals than that at Turf Moor because... First time, didn't even look at the net, wax it in top bins from that far out at that angle. No keeper saving that. Third goal, bit of a mishmash, so you get lost in them as a keeper. But no, other standouts, Lyle Foster, I know he's not a new guy, but he played like a new sign and he were immense, like absolutely immense. That, yeah. you know, we were, we were sort of, you know, towards the back in the last season, we were sort of like banking on him coming good, weren't we? We were saying, no, let's just give him time. He's, you know, give him time. He's he's had a rough, you know, rough couple of months to settle and he's not had training, but. You know what? Six weeks, eight weeks pre-season with Vincent's done. He's you know he's turned him into a bit of a baller. To be honest, and he looks good. And I just wanted to give a shout out to Sander Burge as well. He were he were class. It looked like he'd played. Like I think Vincent actually said, it looked like he'd played with us for years. Um, he just looked like he were pulling a caravan after about seventy-two minutes. Then he were <laughs> so I think fitness levels will kick in. But yeah, on the whole, everyone were good. Osho was good. I'm now Neil's the president of the Murich fan club. I am the president of the Luca Osho fan club. I'm claiming that one. He's yeah. That kid is going places. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played well. And my only issue with him is he's just his decision making. But he's what 18, 19, it'll come. You know, what decisions did you make that were good at eighteen? <laughs> quite a lot, actually. Quite a lot. Um, but it'll come good. It, it'll come good with that. He's, you can see like the the term like rough diamond. You yeah. can see there's a player in there, and, and it will come good. Uh, Sam, your standout players uh, from the new lads. Who do you think stood out? Uh, just say if you want to be the uh, the president, I'll be the vice president because I also think he was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. um, I think he had a, I think he had a fantastic performance. He's running with the ball is really good, but like you say, Joe, I, I said it in our, I said it in our chat the other day. Like he's it, it, literally just his decision making. Like he yeah. uh, he 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 always looked like he could beat his man. He had Ake on the outside two or three times, and he just showed too much of the ball, hmm. and he allowed like where he had so much more space to just take it with him. And instead, he was like showing him the ball, and we ended up losing the ball. Um, he had he had good presence on the ball, though. I thought I I, I kept saying we were watching it with all my mates down here, uh, and they were they were all laughing, saying like, "Oh, what he's doing, what a footballer does, wanting to get on the ball." But some people again, City can go missing. They can yeah. literally yeah. go hiding and not want to take part in the game. He was willing to get on the ball and just turn and go. Uh, turn and play the ball. So I thought he had a brilliant performance. Yeah. We have to talk about Zeki Am doing it. That kid is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. What a game he had. Like, you're playing against the best defence in the league. Mm. Like, you're playing against the best team in the league with the best manager in the league who have had the most proven tactics in the league for the last five years. Boring City. Good team, but very boring. <laughs> um, and, and, and Zeki was... Breaking the lines, hitting the press, winning the ball back high up the pitch, you know, turning, winning free kicks. It was doing brilliant. And against lesser teams, that will be unstoppable. And I think we've got a real gem on his hands there. I agree with you guys as well. Shout out to Lyle Foster, he was really good. Um, You know, but yeah, I wanted to ask you about Lyle Foster because you were quite outspoken (laughs) about him last year, weren't you? Yeah. Um, Saying you don't think he'll be good at, but you weren't the only one to be fair. I'm not criticizing. I just want to see how you felt compared to how you felt last year on on Um, his performance. Do do you think he's come on? Do you think he's now be good enough for the Prem or he's still hoping he'll come forward a bit more rather than going deep? I think, um, trying to think now. Uh, so I I, I think, (laughs) um, I think. There is a player there because we wouldn't have paid the money for him because yeah. Alan Pace isn't stupid, neither is company. Like, yeah, I've, definitely not. The majority of signings that they've made have been brilliant. Um, Bellamy coming out and saying that he's been working with him to, on his timing of his runs, yeah, I think that's his biggest flaw. I think his press has always been good. We saw that in the cup games where he was winning the ball back, but his yeah. decision making in front of goal was terrible. Tried yeah. to chick the keeper and hit the chest, you know, he only scored one goal. <laughs> Um, he only scored one goal against against Wigan, who got relegated. They, they were rubbish. Like so, based on the championship performance, I think I rightly was a bit skeptical about how moving up in yeah. stature of teams and things like that, how he might not progress. I think his ability to win the ball back was brilliant. I think his duels one on one were fantastic. Yeah, but the one thing that I would want to say is going on all the players that have signed for us. If you watch the documentary, company knows exactly step by step in his training regime and the style of play that he wants to play exactly when it clicks for each t- each yep. player. He said it, he's like, right, so it'll probably click about there. And he's watching the trajectory. Yeah. And he's like, this is how better we get. And it'll hit about there. Last season, he came in in the January transfer window. He barely played for ages. Then he got given his opportunities at the end of the season and he wasn't quite there. 
we played rubbish for about 15 games. We drew every game for about 15 yeah. games. And then we won 20 games on bounce. Like, yeah, he's just in the same situation as like a Sander Berge will be now and all these good players. Give them time and it will click again. Yeah. And they'll all be ready, and we're just going to. And we'll win the league. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, touch, you, you touched on the documentary, and there's that. There's a. I'm sorry for spoiling it if anyone's not seen it, but there's a little scene in if there. If you've where not like, seen it by now, it's your own. Yeah, you're. Fault. Yeah, what you're doing? <laughs> there's like the scene where like the the investors and the board are chatting with Vincent, and they, they sort of no, I don't. This they, they sheepishly criticise the company, don't they? And go sort of like I'm paraphrasing, but you know why have you not played? Why have you not played Foster yet? And companies like chill out, yeah. chill out, and like literally just like steady on like it's mm. fine it will come good like and it, it's evident like he's obviously broke that 130 hour mark or whatever that he, he that you know and, it, and it, it's just clicked for him now and yeah. like I say he's done that again he's coming he's played against a very very good city team like mm. I still think a lot of fans online and anyway are still underestimating how in good city are like uh, yeah they, them boys weren't even 100 percent yesterday and they you know like they you know and, and i thought we'd give them a good go you know what i mean and second yeah first half, especially after the first goal i agree yeah. we, we responded quite well second half i think we're a little bit off it but city were just controlling the game yeah, yeah. Just game management from city um, shout out to Harry in the comments. He says, on the first day of the holiday, I had to sneak off from the missus for five minutes for a bit of turf cast. That's Love what that. we like to see. Love that. Well done, Harry. Um, and Graham907, none of us have mentioned Dara. How yeah. do we feel that Dara yeah. played? Dara O'Shea was rock solid, excellent on the ball, up the clarets, he says. I thought he played very well. Yeah, for someone yeah. who's come in. Um, his teeth, or oh, you can see him a fucking mile away, can't you? What are you doing with them gnashes, mate? You need to get a refund on them. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he came in and I thought he played well. Nathan, how, how do you think he played? Yeah, it's sort of like, it's his own downfall, I think, how good he was. He sort of just slotted in like he was always yeah. been there. That's his, He's played that well, actually, that I genuinely forgot he played the game like, until that comment has literally just come in. And I think that's been a, that's more of a compliment to him than anything that... He didn't look out of place. You know, he didn't do anything to make me go, oh, you know, what's he doing there? So, yeah, I'm very impressed. And, like, that partnership looks really sturdy. I think Bayer and O'Shea, I think, uh, that on that side, they, they looked like they were, they covered each other really well. And when Bayer stepped in, you know, O'Shea dropped back. You know, it, it was nice to see that. But, yeah, I, did, I don't think he did out wrong, did he? Like I say, we're playing against Erling Haaland. absolutely absolute freak, isn't he? So... I thought all that back line, they give him a good go, didn't they? They didn't give him too much to space to run in and the one-on-ones was good. Um, yeah, like what you said, Sam, I think what you said about um, Koleosho not going missing, you know, a lot of players can against City. None of our lads, not nobody in that team went missing. Like not one person shrunk. So, yeah, very impressed. Yeah, Sam, your thoughts on Dara? Yeah, I'd go back to transfer show. You see, you, I was one of the only people that said he was going to come in and should slot into that mm. back four. He's, he's, you're not captain of West Brom at 24 years old for, for nothing. Yeah. yeah, you're in the championship, but to be a captain at 24, you have to have something about you. Uh, yeah. They didn't want to let him go last year when we were in the championship because they didn't want to send somebody who was way too good for that league to a direct rival. Now mm. we've made the jump up. We've brought in a brilliant player. He's a good ball player. Uh, which I didn't actually think he was. I genuinely didn't think yeah. he'd come in as a ball player. I thought he'd just be a defensive kind of stopper and sweep everything up like Taki was, but he's very comfortable on ball. A yeah. um, couple of times where I did think, and this isn't just him, though, this is all the defence, where I thought there were a couple of times when we were trying to play out of the back and I thought, on another day, that pass doesn't go through his legs. And that mm. pass 
doesn't yeah, go around. Was, that, 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 yeah, I remember that where it luckily yeah. went through his legs. Yeah, um, so on, on another day, we it could have yeah. been, you know, and, in the, and I'm not. Yeah. A performance was still good, but on another yeah. day we get punished for things like yeah. that. So those things need to trickle away. But company will know that as well. Yeah, we're not going to get pressed as well no. as City would do as well. They, they, like you've got two playbooks that are pretty much identical. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're going to be able to cancel each other out, so they know each other's yeah. triggers. They know each other. So That's I think, you, I said, and I still think we, styles. yeah, we played it out from the back really well, considering the players' mm-hmm. styles were pretty much. Yeah. You know, identical. The interlock so well, like what yeah, we did in attack, they did in defense. You know, it was so. Yeah, it's two very similar styles with yeah. one team that spent three hundred and sixty yeah. million pounds on the yeah. entire team, and one team that spent four hundred and eighty on <laughs> the just defenders. That <laughs> stat. Yeah. Did you see that, Joe? The stat on Sky I saw Sports. It on, they put I think it, it was I think Vizzy tweeted it. I, I saw it there. Yeah. Yeah. And, th- and this is us like now spending money as well. Yeah. That just shows how that is. We actually spend money now. If you take hundred twenty um, million pound from this transfer window off of it. <laughs> 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 Uh, Daniel Johnson says Al Dakil needs a bit of praise. Give us chance, mate. We're coming to him. But, um, yeah, he, <laughs> it's it, gonna be a long he, one. He, this one. He, he played well as well. Yeah. It, it, a lot of people gave him man of the match shouts. We'll get on to man of the match in a bit. Um, but he played very well. Probably my pick of the defenders, if I'm being honest. But mm. we already know what he can do. Um, so that's why we kind of skimmed over him. But yeah, thoughts on Al Dakil, Sam? We'll start with you. He's rapping in it. What's going on? <laughs> oh, why, is he, why is he burning Kyle Walker up wing? Um, no, he's um, he's he's the the profile of player that companies look for. A ball playing comfortable, um, very comfortable in both sides of the game. Versatile. Um, this is this is the thing that I, I think I love most about where our teams are at the moment is the versatility. Like, you don't even realise some players can play certain places. You can play Charlie Taylor at centre-half last year. Didn't make a difference. Didn't lose a game with him at centre-half. Um, yeah. You know, literally, we, this season, we've got Al Dakil and we're like, just play wherever. Go left-back, go right-back, you know, <laughs> just float around the midfield. Bayer, if you want to go press into midfield and tackle De Bruyne on halfway line, go for it. Like, <laughs> that type of thing, I just I just love. And it's, again, we, we never like to go back to the regime before and moan about the regime before, but... Isn't it just brilliant to have these kind of headaches about Canal yeah. Dakil Pope? Right, is he centre half? Is he dropping in too much? Like we played City, we lost 3 0, but there's still so many positives to take. Whereas a normal drubbing, like I saw that Richard Keyes post, and he's like, oh, uh, could Tarkovsky and Don't me even give him airtime. What do you mean, can Tarkovsky? We conceded 41 goals with Tarkovsky and me. What are you talking about? <laughs> Regardless of yeah. how good they were for us, you can't define any of our football on a game against City. But yeah, Al Dakil, brilliant, very good on right back, very good at centre-half, quality yeah. player, fixed company yeah. style, and I just think I think he's, he's the pick of the... the and we signed Al Dakil and, and Ekdal, didn't we, that January mm-hmm. transfer window. Mm-hmm. Ekdal's very good, and I think he will mm-hmm. be capable, but I think his pace lets him down a bit. It's Whereas, like you said, Al Dakil's rapid, yeah. um, and that's where mm-hmm. he comes in uh, better. Uh, Nathan, I'm sure you'll echo them sentiments from Sam Not- about how well Al Dakil yeah. played. Absolutely, like I said, there's nothing more to add about Al Dakil. I just want to more talk about the versatility of players. Like you just mentioned, Ekdal there. You know, it's horses for courses, isn't it? Like that game on Friday required pace, power. Yeah. You know, like discipline. You know, and Al Dakil had that. Next game might require Ekdal, where it's a bit more sturdy, a bit more rigid, a bit more aggressive. You know, just to break things up. You know, it's it's all gonna like like just. I'm just pretty much gonna repeat what Sam says, but 
to have this as a headache. Like we've never had this. Like for the, I've said that line for about fucking six months now. That we've never had the, like these problems. With I say problems, it, it just it's exciting. It's so exciting to see where this team can go. And company said it after the game, didn't he? That it's scary how far that they, they don't know how far they can go. Like he said that himself on the club channel. So having yeah. players like Aldekiel that can do one job excellently to then have Ekdal sat on the bench that can do another job excellently. Like we've never had that. We've just had a starting 11 that can do a job pretty good. And then that's it. Whereas now we've got players that can do what there's asked of them excellently. So Aldekiel did his job on Friday night and he were, he were brilliant again. So absolutely superb. Um, and whoever steps yeah. into that position will do another good job as well. So there'll be some yeah, fans out there that still want four four goalkeepers on some bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. That there's a there's a mentality among some of the older Burnley fans that uh, that you'll never change, uh, and yeah. they'll always go back to to, to me and Tarkovsky. Just like I know we, I know like we don't want to give Richard Keys the airtime that he craves because that's the only reason why he tweeted it, yeah. but. I remember a while ago, I think, again, I said it in the full-time reaction, he tweeted about Everton finishing above Liverpool. I think the season that yeah. Liverpool went on to finish like second with like 105 points or whatever they did, and Everton finished 17th and just stayed up by the skin of the teeth. This is going to be another one of them comments in two, three years' time where I think when we're knocking on the top 10 of the Premier League, when when he's talking absolute shit and Everton yeah. are struggling in the Championship, with Tarkovsky probably still there. I have nothing against Tarky, by the way. Yeah. If Everton do go down, um, I would hope that it leaves and join a, a better club. Hello to Claret Zone. He says hello in the chat. Mark Green says, you lot played well on Friday. You'll be fine. Um, yeah, we'll be fine, mate. Don't worry about it. It's just City. Um, I want to get on. In fact, first, we'll do Man of the Match shouts, shall we? Yeah. Before we start going to ins and outs of, of signings and stuff. Um, my... I, I'll give it Lyle Foster. I thought he played very, very well. Um, and I know he's, I could, <clears throat> excuse me, I know he's like a deep line centre forward. So goals will be not few and far between, but not as often as we would like to see from a forward. Hmm. Um, but he played very well in that deep line centre striker role. Um, yeah. I linked up very well with Amdouni and the like and, and played very well, looked strong, <laughs> nearly scored, to be fair. Uh, who did he beat with that, that run? Was it. Um, I don't know. Oh, it were um, Ake. We're, no, it were, what's he called? Akanji. Mm-hmm. Was it? It were yeah, Akanji. Yeah, we just well like, that run. nipped in front of him, yeah. Yeah, and then bent it in far yeah. post, nearly. Yeah. That's what he was trying to do. thought he played very well. And it's mainly because of, of yes, I'm probably being a little bit, not lenient with him, but I'll use the word lenient, but because of the stick he got last season. Yeah. And, you know, and even though I were defending him, yeah, I was slightly worried in the back end, thinking, oh, Premier League, will it be good enough? I think he's shown that, you know. Yeah. If we get someone to chip in with the goals, he would have a very big part to play in that role. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it's, it's Sam Dooney because he played very well as well. Uh, Nathan, your man of the match, please, mate. Anna Sarori. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you said it now, you can't go back. Absolute reducer, by the way, on Carl Walker. Fantastic. <laughs> I, I, just I caveat that, I do think it's a red card. It's a honking challenge yeah, and he needs to rein that in a little bit. But anyway. <laughs> no, um, I... I'll probably probably I'm going to give it Foster, but I think I'm doing is a close second. First yeah. game of the season, first game in the Premier League. You know, it's, I could say that for pretty much half the team, but uh, I'm doing it with class. He broke the line so well, and every time he got the ball, like the ball just stuck to his foot, and it looked it looked like there was some magic going to happen. Ball and, control is insane. Isn't yeah, it? and and it just looked like he just something. He was going to create something. It, it, I probably am going to get slaughtered for this, but he felt like a bit of a Benson 2.0. You know what I mean? He just felt like a little bit of just a... Zeki Amdouni once more. That's yeah, what, a little, what, little refined. Like, don't get me wrong, Benson, good. And he looked good when he came on, did Benson he as did, well. But I think 
it, it, what Benson doesn't do is that break the lines thing. He sort of has that one, he has that one playbook, and it works really frigging well, doesn't it? So, but Sam Dooney was shouting when he had the ball down the left. He's going to do it. Yeah, he's, he's going to do, do it. it. <laughs> but no, um, honourable mention to Sam Dooney. I think he were a close second, but Lyle Foster has to get it for me. Just I think it's a tough ask to one lead, come to a new country on his own. He had the issues, and then he's dug in and he's waited and waited and waited. You know, he, sh- he should have been in that championship team and he's took his chance and now he's starting at Premier League and he didn't look like he didn't belong there which you know he looked like he should be playing at that level and I'm you know I I hope a few people sort of eat the words just a little bit just with you know trust company just see he backed him didn't he not that's not a dig at you Sam you said (laughs) positive things I've seen you looking at him when you said it There's people on Twitter that genuinely like have a hatred for the guy. Like, I don't get it. Like, he just seems like a really nice guy. Like, he wants to work hard. He wants to try. And he, if he's wearing that Burnley shirt and he's putting in that shift against one of the best teams in the world, it would go far for us. It would really, really will. And he'll become a fan's favourite by end of the season, I'm telling you. Did you see that so, yeah. video I put on Twitter yesterday? Where I know. Just shit up. What are you no, doing? No. This guy's like, no. you need somebody to do a voiceover of it. No. Someone's done a voiceover. Oh, Someone's oh. done a voiceover of it, and he's just like he's just like sat there like this, and like someone's doing it. Oh, the voiceover player. I'll try and oh, you have to find that. Yeah, yeah no, not, not to throw any rumors out there, but he, he looked off his trolley, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he looked like he had a really nice nice afternoon, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get your comments in for the man of the match. I've only had one comment so far. I remember I did forget to say get your comments in. I just thought that people would start commenting their man of the match when we started talking about man of the match. So get your yeah. comments in for the man of the match now. Tell a lie. I've had two comments. Um, so Graham Nano Seven says Foster, Mark Rampley. I presume you've just. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Spelt Mark wrong there with A and S next to each other on the keyboard. Uh, he says, uh, Zeki for me, but good performance all round. Uh, Sam, your thoughts on the man of the match? Who are you going to give it to, mate? Yeah, Zeki. Like, the the two really, really big chances that we had were the penalty shout and the one where Rodri came in with the most world-class tackle I've ever seen in my life uh, to stop him scoring. Like, you know, the, the kid is literally... He, he got the ball... In DM, turn back, skin Kevin De Bruyne and go foul. Like that instantly. That was like four minutes into the game, and I was just like, "That's yeah. it. That is brilliant." Yeah. Um, and then obviously creating those chances with the press. He was in the right place. So when like Colasolo um, won the ball back, he was there, literally on the on the last man. Like right, play me through, quick, go. And that that is the link up that we want to see. We want to see it where it's like right, we've won the ball back. Go. Like we don't want to see it where it's like win the ball back, turn back, play it back, play it to the defender, play it into midfield, back to the right back. We want to see like we've won it, right? 
I'm here with you, play it to me and we'll do it together. And I, I, the initiative that he showed as an attacking player to get on the ball and try and create chances and create his own opportunities was brilliant. So I just think yeah. fantastic. Uh, also agree with that, though. Harland probably is one of the most. Yeah, we can't give it a City player. I don't even know why I put it on screen. Anton's yeah. being mischievous as usual. Um, I mean, but go on, Nathan, sorry. No, I said just a little sad note. It was, I mean, I'm probably going to sound like a little PL fanboy, but it was so amazing just watching Harland at Turf Moor. Like, I, I'm just like, it, this is why we wanted to be back. Like, this is why we wanted to be in the Premier League. Again, when we went down last year, a lot of people went, oh, better it championship anyway, it will win more. No, fuck off. Like, I want to watch the fucking absolute best of the best up at the Turf Moor. And Friday night, we were served up even like 25% of the best of the best watching Ireland. He was, yeah, just, it was a nice moment for me just watching Ireland mm. run about for a bit on, on turf. No, I agree. You want to be at the top table. Yeah. Uh, and Clarence are dining at the top table right now. Um, but other people are feasting. We need to start feasting. I know. Um, don't know why I did that link like that. <laughs> I felt it sounded good. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> do uh, there was a few comments online we've mentioned um richard chags's daughter's mate keys already um and a certain burnley fan as well was sort of like saying oh yeah i agree with you do you think we will be fine sam i'll start with you i still think we'll be fine we should have sure plenty enough last season to say that we're going to finish above the likes i think for me we finish above Sheffield united luton wolves everton Probably Fulham, potentially Crystal Palace. I thought West Ham had struggled, uh, although they, I think they won yesterday, I can't remember. Drew. Um, oh no, they drew. drew with Bournemouth. Bournemouth's another one, actually. I think there's a lot of teams we can finish above. I just can't see us going down. You can clip this up, Blackman fans, if you're watching, because I know you're all <laughs> pathetic and watching on a Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> but I, I think we'll be fine. There's plenty of dross in the league, as we said earlier, um, and I think we'll finish above four or five of them very comfortably. Um, Nathan, do you think we'll be fine? Absolutely. I'd say... I've no doubt in my mind that we're staying up in this league. I genuinely have no doubt. I had no doubt before the season started, and now I even have, I have less than no doubt after Friday night. Like we look so good with you know, and and what company keeps saying after game, you know, after the game, he said this team do not know how good they're gonna get. Like I'm not saying that we're gonna go on and get Europe first season, but if he's yeah. already in the belief that this team is getting better and every, you know, and it says on the documentary, we're probably going to get referenced quite a lot over the next few months documentary he says, every time we go back out on that pitch, we're going to be a little bit better. You know, we'll come back in and we'll look at it and then we'll go back out and we'll be a little bit better. Like he, I'm just, I am just proper on the absolute like company hype train and just whatever, as long as he's here with this group of players and this direction that we're going in, it's, it is, Excited, scarily excited how far we could potentially go, and you know, and it's, it's yeah. so yeah, I have absolute zero doubt we'll be fine. There's like I say, there's five or six definite worse teams than us, and I do think we might actually hand out a few beatings this season, which is something that we've not been able to say at Premier League. Have we've just been getting by and scraping wins, and I think we are gonna <clears throat> dish out a few beatings and a few humblings this season. I really do. Yeah, I'm hoping all, all these tweets have been bookmarked by the way. I'm hoping to be able to come back to them yeah. in a few months and just be like. Paddy Power, really? What were yeah. all that about? Well, now you look like a right dick. Um, video. Oh, Sam, your thoughts? Uh, do you think we'll be all right? Um, just really quickly to go back to what Nathan said as well, though. Yeah. Just very quickly. Um, when you're talking about company and while he's here and that type yeah. of thing, like, I completely agree with that. But 
I think there's a there's a bigger picture side of, of yeah. that as well, which is when he goes, we know what we want. Yeah, there'll be a we plan. know what we need to yeah. bring in. So we so from that documentary, I don't care what anybody says, the name that is at the start where he says, but he's very similar to Sean, is Chris Wilder. Yeah. That is 100%. the person that is about. Yeah. You, know you can bleep the name out as much as you want, yeah. but when you're leaving going, he's too similar to Sean. It's obviously <laughs> what he means in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that's a huge plus. Like when we do lose company. Sorry for the impression, Alan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like we know the direction we want to go in. Like when we lost yeah. Sean, it was kind of like, what do we want to do? We need a new team. At least we've got that. Um, on the side of staying in the Premier League, I think I'm one of the only. So I do think we'll stay up. Like I, I, There is a lot of dross in the Premier League. Sheffield United, Luton, uh, Crystal Palace won't be as good without Zaha this year. Wolves look like in free-fall mode. You know, Bournemouth will be better, but I still think they'll be down there. West Ham, yeah, they drew yesterday, but I still think they haven't replaced. Yeah, they, they need nice to be started yeah, quickly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Everton they're... need a striker. If Everton bring a striker in, I think they can move forward. If West Ham replace Rice, I think they can move forward. But I don't think he yeah. They've been fanning about all transfer window, pair of them. Yeah. Well, this whole discussion changes, doesn't it? Come the end of the transfer window. You know, if, if West yeah. Ham go out and get Maguire, go and get. Um, McTominay, Ward Prowse. Ward Prowse has that been done? Ward Prowse is there, yeah. Ward Prowse, yeah. yeah. So, like, if they go out and get them, and then a couple more, like West Ham will probably creep away. The only thing that can might drag them back is um, having Europa League. But like Villa, for me, I think I'm I'm not. Don't want to get clipped up with saying this, but Mm. I I do think they're going to have a bit of a difficult season. Like they've just had a humbling off Newcastle. Like I'm not being they just had a massive humbling. I think they're going to be piss Irish. <laughs> We're a perfect American accent. I know. Although, although, yeah, although, I do love the way Americans, and I was on an American podcast the other day, a City one. JJ Watt says it all the time. Alan yeah. Pace says it. It's the way they say Premier League. I love it. <laughs> So we're in the Premier League. Is that the Premier League? I love it. That is yeah. the best, the best thing that they say. <laughs> yeah, no, I think like anyway, we're, we're going to go be, but yeah, yeah, I can't remember what I'm saying now. But no, I think there's going to be teams that are going to surprise. Yeah. Like I think, but I do think Bournemouth are going to be a surprise package this season. I yeah. think that manager is really yeah. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> That's really exciting. They, they wrote, that team he had in Spain. They ran a lot harder than everybody else. Mm. They worked really. So I think they're going to surprise a few. But there is going to be teams that drop down into that mix that are going to be yeah. pretty deep so I, I am confident that we're, we're definitely going to stay up whether how tight it is or not I don't know but I'm I'm confident that I yeah. think the gap will start getting bigger and I think there'll be five teams cut off I think pretty early on I really my do. only my only slight worry and yeah. it's only a slight worry and it's just because of my my years of watching football <laughs> um is I remember when <clears throat> Norwich came up in like 2017 2018 they were one of yeah. the last teams that came up with the same type of mentality, like attacking football, absolutely walked to the championship, did really, yeah. really well. Came to Liverpool first game of the season, lost 4 0. Yeah. Won about six games all season. Like the, pro- the problem with that Norwich team is they didn't improve it. They came up yeah. to the exact same team that yeah, came up, which awesome. he wanted to keep. He wanted to keep that cohesion. And that, I think that separates yeah. great managers from really fucking great managers that yeah, yeah. They, they can accept that they built a team that goes, now nah, they've. Great managers go. They've built. They've got me what I needed, so I'm going to put my faith in them, and they're going to give me another ten percent. Yeah. The really great managers go. That were great. See you later. Is mm. the next great thing. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. it's clear as day that that's what's company's done. He's gone. I love what yeah. you guys have done. The fact Josh Brownhill was on the bench, like 
He was yeah, integral yeah. last season and immediately yeah. he's gone, on bench lad. Sorry, pal. Next. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, there's, no sen- there's no sentiment yeah, yeah. in it. it. It's just cutthroat winner's mentality. And I think, I that think that's, that's what we that'll get us them extra 15 points yeah. this season over them it teams, is, I think. It is a positive thing to have the amount yeah. of players that we have. The depth of the squad is brilliant. Like, for example, we started the game yeah. and I thought the starting 11 was really good. And then we had Zreri Benson, yeah, Brown, yeah. Like all these players to come on. That was amazing. We're yeah. still in the market for other players. Devastated about this Luca Bacchio. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Actually I'm actually he is he's a really good player. Yeah. <clears throat> he's um he's a versatile player, left wing, right wing. Uh, yeah. He played fullback if he needed to. So he, he he would yeah. be a miss as a well, We've still got Ramsey to come in. That's like yeah, pretty much done. Teller will be coming back to play for Burnley, so that's another player brought in. I really hope so. He's coming back. I'm not even. I lang me. I don't line. He's coming back. If Burnley, if, Teller, if Nathan Teller is not a Burnley player by the transfer window, I will be astonished. Like genuinely astonished. <laughs> that's clipped up. That's me on Saints Twitter yeah. for the next six yeah. weeks, isn't it? I don't look to wear then just so I'm not part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I do think we'll 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 um. What's the word? Ramp it up in the last yeah. week of the window. I'm putting every my every team will. Every team will. Last week yeah. of the window. Um, it's going to be chaos. But, These last three weeks are going to be chaos in the transfer yeah, window because yeah. not a lot of teams have done enough business. So it's going to be absolute carnage. And you're probably going to see some ridiculous transfers as well. Like yeah. really bang average players going for like 30, 40 million. You know, it's going to be. Yeah. The fact yeah. that, I mean, Kai said all's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not a good footballer. He is. Yeah. But what are they quoting that 100? 110 million, like, what on earth has gone on that? And he's, spi- with... he, he's spitting his dummy out, not wanting to go to Liverpool and going, no, oh, yeah. go to Chelsea. Like, who cares? Well, like, you're well, going to get I a mean, massive payout. Well, unless he wants to stay Chelsea down London. It, 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 Liverpool. It, it, I know, it, 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 it must be a London thing. It like... must be a London thing. Uh, I do want to <laughs> win. I do want to chat about this. Uh, Danny Ward, a comment from earlier. Uh, apologies, Danny, if you've already left and we are now talking about your comment. Um, but we are we have brought it in. It says, we'll be fine this season. What do you guys think of Sander Berg? That's not the bit I want to talk about. We've addressed both of them. It's this next bit. Lots of Sheffield United fans replying to my tweet saying that they got the better deal with Hamer. Now, what do we think? Because obviously we were in for Hamer <laughs> and we were in for that other guy that they've signed. We've then just randomly gone and got Sander Berg. This is another one of them transfers, by the way. It's just come out of nowhere, weren't it? The Sander Berg mm-hmm. one. Um, and then the two ones that we were rumoured to be after then go to Sheffield United. Do we feel that we've got the better part of this deal? Or do we feel that Sheffield United have got the better part of this deal? I'll start with you, Sam, because you're already shaking your head. So you've obviously <laughs> got red, red from the chin up. <laughs> so, it's, so it's the weirdest situation where I actually think both teams have won. Like and and, and that's going to sound yeah. absolutely ridiculous, but he has a year left on his deal. We've got him for twelve million pound. Sander Burge, if he said he wanted to stay at Sheffield United, those fans would not have batted an eyelid. They love Sander Burge, so let's let's yeah. not get it twisted from their perspective. If if they're sat there saying we've had a better deal, shut up. You haven't had a better deal. We've had the same deal. You've gone yeah. and signed some unknown quantity from the Belgian league in DM to cover his his spot, and then you have spent the money on a very good player in Hamer, but we also received your very good player. So I yeah. think we're both in the exact same position where we've brought in someone better who makes us better, and then so have you. So, yeah. you know, Hamer's a very, very good player, and I think that's some fantastic business. Yeah. Um, the, other, the other chap, he, you know, we were linked to him, but I'm not going to pretend I know all about him. I don't. No. Like, yeah. But we've brought in well, Sandy An FM Bird. nerd like you, I thought might know a lot about him. <laughs> I did have his team of the season card on FIFA two years ago. But um, <laughs> other than that, 
Not, not a clue. And I never to be fair, it's most people. So, like, if, if they have his card on FIFA or they've bought him on FM, they're like, I yeah. know everything about him. It's like, no, you know the virtual <laughs> team. You don't know anything yeah. about him. Yeah, but I think, um, I think us signing Sanderberg is still a coup regardless. The guy was linked with teams like Chelsea and, and stuff like that in the past for yeah. 35, 40 million pounds. We've got him for 12. He's only 25. He's a great player. So, yeah, both teams won. And I don't want to start beef with Sheffield United fans. Every single time... Mate, they've started it. They've already started it. Don't worry about it. it. Every, every time we <laughs> buy a player or try and buy a player and you post something about it. I got king the other day by Southampton fans just for saying Teller is loved by Burnley fans. are like, we love him more. You yeah. don't love him. Shut up. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good sign. Um, Jordan, Jordan, I'll get your thoughts in a sec, Nathan. Jordan in the chat says, I think we've got what we needed out of two. Hamer is smaller and similar build to Cullen, he meant, he says in a different comment. Um, Berg has the height that we need and the strength that we need. Um, yep, yeah, I agree with that. And Danny Ward is still here, as he says. He says, still here. Interestingly, they were saying that Berg is not aggressive or good at heading, um, yeah. but I think he'll work perfectly in our system. I agree. Like, he has the height that we need, but we don't, the ball isn't in the air that much for us, um, but you know he, he, you can see that he's gonna he's yeah. gonna be the the flat track bully of that midfield that yeah. we need. Um, but yeah, Nathan, your thoughts not no, on, he, not on Burke himself, but on the, no, no. The, on the but fact I, that Sheffield United think that they've got yeah. a better deal, or so they're saying. Well, I think I don't think again. I don't want to get clipped up. I don't think we needed Hamer because we've got other players in the <laughs> other players coming in. You know, we've got Ramsey coming in. You know, we've got. You know, we've got versatile players that can go into that midfield. We've already got Brownie. We've already got Jack Cook. Like, on paper, before Burge was even an option, Hamer was like, yep, get him done. We bought, I've been, you know, me and you have sat on a transfer show, haven't we, sat on, like, talking yeah. about, like, we spent, like, 15 minutes, like, losing our minds of how good of a signing it would be. But when you bring someone like Berg in, I think he he he's what we needed. We needed a bit more height, I think, you know, and I know we're yeah. not, I don't want to compare to City, but there was a couple of corners when I was like, Jesus, look at the size of them. Mm -hmm. Like every single City player's like six plus, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And we did look quite small, but then yeah. there was just Sanderberg like above everybody else. So, you know, like you, like Sam summed it up perfectly. I think both teams have got the best deal for their mm -hmm. team. Mm -hmm. You know, they've lost Sanderberg, they've brought him in, they brought the other lad in. They, well, I say, have they brought Hamer in yet, or is that has that been yeah, done? Yeah, they brought him it? in like at midnight the other night. Ah, oh, right, okay. I, mean, I think I missed that. that. might be why you missed it. But yeah, good signing. Like we've got a good signing. They've got a good signing. But our transfers as well are like ridiculous. You know, we, we'll be linked with twenty-five players, and then go and sign one player that not even one journal is linked to. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like we, it was Hamer just a play to Sheffield United to go. Oh, we're gonna get him. We're gonna get him. If you don't, you know, don't let us have Sanderberg. You know, like. You know, then you're, they'll lose him for free end of season. If we so, it, we don't know what goes on. Um, is it was it a play? Was it you know a clever bit of business to say you know we're going to go get Hamer if if you don't let us have Sanderberg sort of thing? And Sheffield United probably wanted and needed Hamer, so yeah, good deal all round for both, I think. And I think Sanderberg looked good. Just needs that fitness topping up, doesn't he? Yeah, I agree. I'd be interested to see him against um, lesser sides, but everyone mm. in the world is a lesser side. But, you know, the, the mid-table to lower inside, yeah. I'd be interested to see how he gets on there. But that's the same with all of them. Uh, even Zeki Amdouni, you can see how well he played, but yeah. it was restricted because he was playing against City. So I want to see him against your Lutons, your Sheffield United, yeah. your Wolves, your Evertons. Um, we might find it quite difficult against Everton in the fact that, you know, they'll just sit on the edge of the box. But Narrative um, as well. Narrative. Yeah. Absolute narrative all over that game. <laughs> I'm going to hate yeah, it. it. I'm not, I'm not uh, well, to be 
fair, no. I'm not looking to it because I think we will get dashed, but that's a, yeah. that's a different debate. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that closer to the time. However, with the way that they've started and the fans already abusing their players online, which yeah. I didn't love is the wrong word, but there was a particular Everton fan that were giving all the Burnley fans shit for the stuff that went on the other night. And then mm. soon as they're, they're abusing their own players and those in glass houses shouldn't really throw stones. So I'm yeah. like, you dick. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I, the way that they've started, and I was listening to Five Live on the way home from work yesterday, um, the, the the talk show with um, Savage and... Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Everton fan rang up, that's all on Dice, that don't want him here, don't want him. It started already, one game in. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. really... But you, you can go back... It's not the same team and the only changing it is Ashley Young. Like, yeah. you're not yeah. going to do any better. That's not, not They just don't have a striker. No. They've you got can... Calvert-Lewin, but he's made of glass. Yeah. And when you're yeah. playing Morpe, Morpe, I wouldn't have Morpe in a League One team. He's yeah. dross. He's but you can go back a few shows that we've done, and we've said the same thing, that Everton fans will not have the patience for Sean Dash. Like, we, would, we had the patience for him because... When he first signed for us, we had fucking nothing else. Like we, did, you know, we were just, you know, I don't know what we were. We were just floating about, and then we gave him the time because of what he did for us. Like Everton yeah. do not have the time. Like Everton are swirling around yeah. the fucking relegation hole. Like he's not the. Sean Dash isn't the. Ma- he's not a relegation specialist. He's not a survival yeah. specialist. Like a lot of people will try and clip him up as that. He is not the man you bring in to firefight. He's the man you bring in to build up, build up, get one, a good style of playing and build lads around him. And we said this weeks and months ago on these podcasts that Everton will not give him the time and they'll get beat first game of the season and they'll turn on him. And it's happened already. Like, it might not be the majority, yeah. but it's happening. It's starting. Yeah, it's, it's small. Big fires always start small and the small exactly. fires there already. Um, Chris P says, we'll just do this one quickly because I want, I want to chat about the red card before we go. He says, have we finally replaced DeFore and Barton midfield with a Cullen and Bird? <laughs> I don't think we've replaced DeFore with them two. I think they're both very similar to Barton. Uh, maybe, yeah. you know, um, I think, yeah, no, definitely not. Definitely not DeFore. No. Um, but DeFore like, again, we've just, before. we've totally forgot to mention Josh Cullen again. Like, <laughs> like how... He just slots in though, doesn't it he? Like, just, he? We've you, not you spoken just know about... what he does. Yeah. yeah, we've been on for 52 minutes. We've not spoken about like our best midfielder. <laughs> like he just would, he, he, again, he was so good. And them yeah. two are going to be a serious partnership, I think as well. You know, they're going to really complement each other like massively yeah, this season. They're both that, yeah. They're both very similar, but we're going to need that double pivot role, and I think they're well, playing. One's got the height, well. one's not. So, like, they're gonna they're gonna make it's up like for each other. Like the little and large strike yeah, partnerships it, of the nineties yeah, yeah. have now regressed back yeah. to that, defensive this. Midfield. This is the new like Man City not playing with a striker for nine years. Everyone will be doing yeah, this now. Yeah. Little and large midfielders, they'll be doing it in years for years to come now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I do like I said. I want to talk about the red card. Yeah. Um, I just did wanted to bring that in, Chris, because you asked that and I thought it was a good question. Um. I mean, when I first saw it, like in real time, by the way, yeah. I first saw it in real time and I thought, ah, dickhead, that's a yellow. Um, but obviously I don't, don't realise how high the studs are on it. I mean, I've not watched it back on the actual highlights apart from on the big screen, but I didn't realise how high the studs were and I was a bit pissed off that Carl Walker had gone down the way he went down. Um, and then as soon as the VAR check came up and, and the referee went over, you just know yeah. it's going to be a red. Like I've never seen a referee go to the screen and say, no, I'm sticking with my original decision. It's a case of... We think you should give it as a red. We're going to make you save face by looking at the screen. That's all it is. It's face <laughs> yeah, <saving>. nodding. <laughs> face saving exercise. Um, it is going to the screen, and they're going, "Hmm, yes, yes, I, I agree. That's now a red. Like you've just been told to give it a red. Just fucking give it a red." Um, but but ultimately, the point I'm trying to make in a very long winded manner yeah. is 
Yes, it's it's a red card. Now I was disappointed at the time, even when I saw it on the big screen. I'm like, okay, now they're both flying. What are you doing? But then it's just in the heat at the moment, no. you know. It, it's a red, isn't it? And and, it, yeah. and it's silly from a NAS. And someone said in the comments earlier, it's going to be a miss. I think it's mm. going to be a miss. But it gives Coley yeah. Osho a chance yeah. to chance to play in that in that position because obviously Anas didn't start. Although I did think we looked a little better for the second half when Benson and Anas both came mm. on. Because um, mm. we've just got a little bit more about them, haven't they? As much as we do think that the two lads played well, but yeah, anyone got any issues with the red? Speak now. I think you both think it's a red, don't you? Not at all. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a good job we've signed like twenty-five wingers in it. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, why it, you did it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was the same as you. Like I was sat the other end of the like the other corner of the ground, so it was like quite far away. And I was like, oh, he's, it's just a cynical yeller that he's just been beaten. He's got he's, he's frustrated. Kyle Walker's absolutely mugged him off, and he's just like. And then I watched the replay on the big screen. I was like, Jesus Christ! He could have like yeah. he really, really could have done some damage to Kyle Walker there. Like he really, he, I'm not because I don't want to overhype it and make it a thing. But like he was lucky not to actually really hurt Kyle Walker there, and it was just a silly challenge. And I think company will address that. He'll sort that out. He'll just be like, look. You know, you've got to sort sort it out. You sort your head out. You got beat. Just let trust your players are going to cover. You know, like we'd have had a centre half just coming across to just help shepherd that out. And you know, there's no need to make that challenge. And thankfully, yeah. we have got. You know, we are lucky in, in a good selection of wingers. So thankfully, we can we probably can cope without him for a couple of games. But yeah, I think it, it, it'll be a nice little learning curve for Anas. I think, and it was a, a welcome to the Premier League. And I, I do think someone mentioned it on Twitter actually that I do actually think. Zeruri maybe forgot VAR existed. The championship, well, that's yeah, a yellow. That's a yellow. Yeah. Everyone's knocked off because it should be a red and it moves on. Whereas it's a yellow, ref looks at it, it's now a red. And I think Anas would have probably go, I'll, I'll slice him down, I'll get away with it, cynical, I'll look beaten, I'll just get a, you know, it's like a dirty yellow and it's like an orange card, isn't it? That. And you'll get away with it. But, you know, it, yeah, it's like an orange card, isn't it? It's a proper cliche, isn't it? So I think, I think he might have forgot that VAR exists because it championship. You see reducers like that all the time, but yeah. no. It's a definite red from me, and he needs to sort that out, I think. Mm. Yeah, Sam, you agree, I believe. Yeah, it's 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 a poor tackle. Um, it's the way the studs come down as yeah. well. It's not just on. It's like on and scrape. And, yeah. I just, and, and the way he jumps into it as well, like he does come off of both feet. And <laughs> then uh, he lands back on his right foot, luckily. But, you know, <clears throat> still think it wasn't a great tackle. But one thing that I did want to say before we went off was... You know, going going back to the whole, you know, the incident with the lighter, the incident mm, with the fan running onto the yeah. pitch, the incident with the booing, the taking the knee. I just wanted to say, just as a disclaimer, that is not all Burnley fans. No. Every most Burnley fans are acclimatized to this type of situation. We've come to terms with every single part of what's going on. Every single person backs the taking the knee. There's a minority of wobblers that just want to be weirdos and, yeah. and take a big thing out of nothing. Running on the pitch is stupid. Throwing the throwing the lighter is ridiculous. Yeah. And then Burnley getting the red card capped it off. And people want to talk and set yeah. and create a narrative about our club and the people that we are. And I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there that not a single one of us, and, not yeah. a, and I can speak for a lot of Burnley fans, do not agree and condone yeah. anything that yeah. happened in that sense at all. Yeah, co- co- company and a quick Company dealt with it really well. I thought really, yeah. he, you know, he shouldn't be getting. At, we've just come off first game of the season. It was an unfair you know, question. You know, it, journalists have the right to ask that question, yeah. and they should ask. They should ask that question. Mm. But I thought company dealt with it excellently. You know, he shut it down, and he basically said, "Look at me. I'm a I'm a black manager. 
like mm. have a think about your actions. Like he didn't come out and like slam, you know, he did that sort of like disappointed parent approach. And it? it was yeah. like, look at who I am. Look at what you've done. Mm. Think about how it not only affect, you know, it might affect the people booing. It probably affects them, which is fine. They have, a, they do have a right to express their opinions, but yeah. they also need to think of the image that it comes, it, it, pro it projects onto us as fans as well. Um, you know, it, it will affect the players as well. Like most of we've gone from a pretty British white squad to now a quite a multicultural, diverse mm -hmm. squad with a black manager. We're very on paper now. We're a very progressive club, and yeah. I, I'm not even on paper. I think we are a very progressive club. We've come on leaps and bounds, and yeah. these little moments keep just nipping back at us and keep just dragging us back. And I'm, you know, I'm, the documentary works so hard on that PR image, doesn't it? Like it works so hard on. We are a great club with great fans that just love the club regardless of who's yeah, involved in it. And absolutely. these little moments on the biggest frigging stage and the biggest night of our season so far. Like, you know, like the whole world's watching, not just Sky, America's there watching, you know, they've NBC and, and it is just frustrating. It's just like a kick in the gut sometimes when this stuff my, sort of happens. And watching it from home, it was yeah. like and and again, I am not I'm not trying to go political on it and stuff no. like that, but it, it was I was so embarrassed. Yeah. Like for the people doing it, like we're in, you know, w w times have progressed yeah. and everybody should be, uh, you know, should be seen as, as, as what they are and not blasted yeah. for it. And I think the taking the knee situation, I just think, you know, it's a perfect display to mm. show the solidarity yeah. and people should reward that. I don't yeah. think I don't think booing it does yeah. anything. I think the lighter thing. I think that's ridiculous. I think that just, yeah. like you say, that drags us back so far. And I think we're so much better than that. And I think yeah. we deserve to. And even from my perspective, you two might not even think exactly the same. But from my perspective, I wanted to put that out there that yeah. I don't condone it at all. And no, I am did right. part of that thing even slightly. Yeah, I was very embarrassed about it. No, I agree. Um, I'm just fed up with it, mate. To be yeah. honest, I'm just. Yeah. That's why I didn't address it on Twitter. I'm just fucking fed up with it all. Like, I'm sick to death of certain fans just dragging us all through the mud. Um, mm -hmm. But it is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm just fed up with it. It's from the booing to the knee to the chucking the lighter to the fucking... I didn't even know a fan man on the pitch until someone said it on Twitter. I saw it the day yeah. after. Um, but yeah, just, just there's certain sections of the town and the fan base that will always be 20 years behind uh, behind the rest mm. of us and it just it just is what it is it's just and i'm just fed up of it it's just constant like from the banner um to this to the constant booing and I, it just it just yeah. winds me up it just and i'm just sick to death of it but uh, it, it is what it is um yeah. i don't condone it at all i'm just, I'm just fed up with certain people trying to because then as soon, as soon as i went on twitter that night like i said there was an everton fan there who i used to get on really well with and used to actually really like burnley when dice was there and now constantly just criticizes all the time and putting pictures up at the banner and stuff it's just like yeah. you've done this by dragging his name through the mud and doing the stuff that you're doing like mm -hmm. just stop it and the thing that pissed me off the most is the fact that company had to it looked oh, yeah. not heartbroken, but you could no, tell yeah. he was disappointed when he were answering yeah. that question. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's just disappointing. Yeah. It, that and that took the sting out of it. We're all seeing yeah. in the group chat, weren't it? Um yeah. we, we just we just, but, yeah. just took the sting and out and of it. It's sort of ending on like this this chat's probably ending mm -hmm. on a bit of a down note, but it, it's yeah. right we we do talk about it because it's only gonna change by people like us talking about it. Like we're gonna have to take the brunt of it, I think, by publicizing our opinions on it because mm. this isn't you know we're going to get fans from other clubs watching this isn't our fan base like it's yeah. not our fan base like 
it, it, it just frustrates. Like I say, I try hard. Every time you go on holiday, you, you know, you have your chat about where you're from. And I'm proud to say I'm from Burnley and I never want to not be proud to say I'm from Burnley. And thankfully, still at this very minute, there's a lot to be proud of to be a Burnley fan. And yeah. occasionally yeah. these moments happen and it just drags us back a little bit. But, you know, hopefully that just sort of, it's getting less and less and I think fewer and far between. And I think eventually we'll, we'll line it all out. But we just got to keep... When it happens, we've got to address it. We've got to call it out for what it is. So um, I'm glad you brought it up, Sam, to be fair. We're, yeah. Yeah, Burnley fan 28. I will end it here, but I just yeah. want to say, Burnley fan 28 in the comments just says, they need to make the stance on the knee clearer. Some view it as political. They need to make it obvious it's not. It's, it's not a political thing. It's, it's just obvious. It we, we know it's it really isn't. not. <laughs> it's an anti-racist gesture. And if you then yeah. boo an anti-racist gesture, that is a racist gesture. Yeah. It's, that, it's, that's a, it. it's anyway. a standard solidarity for a situation that we... As as people yeah. will never ever fully be able to understand. Like yeah. we we will never face that type of of situation. So we you know all we can do is stand yeah. and support, and that's literally like every yeah. time I'm on the game, I, you know I clap through it louder than anybody else. Shove my hands up in air and Same. clap in front of all all wobblers yeah. that are booing behind me. And like you say, Nathan, as well. Like just to just to put that disclaimer out there, like everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. So those people behind me booing. That's fine, but all we want to try and do is is even slightly change your opinion on it because if mm. we all came together in the situation, the solidarity makes the situation better. Yeah, of course it does. People come, people fighting against it just yeah creates animosity, and we don't need it. So that yeah. was my only point. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just stop. Just educate yourselves. Firstly, yeah. it's not. It's not a political gesture. Anyone who thinks it's a political gesture, you need to educate yourselves. And that includes the people mm. in the comments saying it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'll wrap it up there. I'm going to the cricket. Um, I'm already six minutes behind schedule. Uh, <laughs> someone's knocking on the door in nine minutes. I need to go. I've got the beers. I'm looking forward to watching Lower House win the Worsley yep. Cup. I can't give a shit on the result, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> I'm going for the beers, but I, I know Lower House will win it because it doesn't yeah. last. But um, yeah, thank you, Sam, for coming on. Thank you, Nathan, for coming on. Thank you, Nathan, for all your hard work over the last few days as well, getting the, the videos out. We've got another fan reaction to come. It's not from Sammy. We're too lazy to do it. Um, it's from <laughs> Liam Warrington. He's, 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 he's sent one in. Good lad, he's busy. Um, so, Chris P, I know you'll be buzzing for that. Always, always like it when he's busy here. Um, so, yeah, the new fan reaction will be out soon. That'll be Nathan doing it just before we get yep. to the cricket. But thank you, Sam. I'm only joking, mate. Um, thank you for coming <laughs> on, mate. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And yep. if you are in the chat now and you've just started watching, don't worry when we end the video. It stays on YouTube for you to watch back at your leisure. Or if you'd rather listen to it in the car on a commute, it will be out in town for your Monday morning commute tomorrow morning. But thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Cheers for listening to another episode of the Turfcast podcast, your number one Burnley FC fan channel. If you could uh, leave us a nice review on where you get your podcast from, it'll really help us out. And if you can uh, like and subscribe us on YouTube, uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. And uh, check us out on our socials and we'll see you on the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.